This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Welcome to Manawatu Conversations, recollections of the past and sometimes opinions about the future. Today we have with us... Jim Vine. Joy. And I'm Stuart Burks. Okay, now Joy, you, you just mentioned you sort of dropped into the conversation that you were adopted. Yes, yes, I was adopted out at six years of age, which is probably one of my earliest recalls of um, my life. And um, Is there a reason for that? Well, no. my mother was not a child. She was actually 26 when she had me. Mm-hmm. So she... I try to understand she ended up marrying a widower with who already had children and so she was housekeeping for him as I presume I was in part of it I, I don't understand and but you um, were with your mother for the first six years yes, of your life yes and then she adopted me out to her twin sister ah it's not like one of those Maori Adoption no, within no, family adoption. No, 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 not at all. And um, so, so, but I remember sitting with mum, my adopted mum, and write, continually writing to my mother and trying to understand why she'd given me away. But so there was some, I mean, I guess I went through rejection and I was, uh, I think, a bit of a rat bag, but... Yeah. Did, had, you, did you see your mother very often? Then, if she not, no, not a lot, because um, mum and dad had a farm. This is well, I was born in North Now, South. hang on. Mum is your adopted mum, and your mother is your actual Betty, mother. I'll call her Betty. Okay. My, my, uh, my real mother was Betty. And so she lived in Nelson, and mum and dad had a farm in Takika, so we were basically over there. So, no, I didn't see a lot of her, but I knew who she was. Hmm. And... And it was never, ever talked about me being adopted. Never, ever talked about. But I obviously must have gone to school and said that I was adopted because this particular day, I I was helping mum in the garden or something, and she said to me, how do you know you were adopted? And I said, well, of course I know I was adopted. I remember. Of course you remember at six. And she said, oh, we always wanted to bring you up as our own. Hmm. So, and she was a really special lady, yeah. a really special lady. You had any step uh, siblings? Yes, oh. yes, yes. I found, yes, I. my mother had another three after me hmm. when she was married to this widower. And uh, so they were basically brought up as my cousins. Hmm. And the, I sort of knew them, but over the years they've come out and sort of eyed me up and down and then run away again. So uh, You mean when you were young or... Oh, not or, even in but, recent years, yeah. I suppose. But then okay. they've not read... Because we weren't brought up together. Yes, yeah. It, you, you're not siblings. So you are siblings, yeah. but you're not. And you were adopted 
parents did they have other children yes they also had an, uh, an adopt another adopted child oh, okay. and when i went into the family she was all she would have been 12 because she had been six when she'd gone into the family or so mm. and so she was 12 and so we weren't close because when i come in that's Madam, I was just going to say this oh, yes. for anyone listening. Attention. The squeaking is a dog playing with its toy. Oh yes, <laughs> she's wanting attention. Okay, and yes, so but we weren't weren't close, but we were we considered we were sisters. Okay, so yep. so we always were in contact with each other, and hmm. just recently, uh, well, we I always visited her when we went to Nelson, and she's just recently died. Hmm. So. Um, Yes, yeah, so so no, life with mum was lovely. Dad was a different story. He was a very hard man, but um, I won't complain too much oh, okay. because, and they struggled. They yeah. really struggled on on the farm. Oh, I was going to say, did you feel that you were in a, a, a? They could care for you better than your mother could, or your actual mother? Oh, or, or? I absolutely had a much better life. Betty, my my real mother, was a very hard woman, and w- when we would go to Nelson, Mum would always insist that I. She she always tried to explain to me, I want you to have that contact with your mother. Well, I used to go home to Mum and say, Look, I might as well be the dog next door walking in because she really doesn't hmm. worry about me, or never yeah. ever ever asked about my children or my you know her grandchildren or anything like that. Yeah. Not but these were twin sisters. Mm-hmm. So were they close? Oh, mum did all that. Mum would ring her every day. Betty would never, ever ring mum. Never, never, mm. all her life, I don't think. Okay. Mum was always the one that was trying to, would go and visit her, as mm. Betty would never visit mum. Mm. She was always the, isn't that true, Jim? Mm. Yeah, she was, she was the loving one. The other one was a very cold person. Okay. I always felt. Yeah, and interesting. but her 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 husband, the widowed man that she married, would always accept me. He was always lovely to me. Yeah. Um, but so you had uh, your actual mother was cold. Her partner was warm, and then your adopted oh. mother was warm. Oh, very, was, yeah, yeah, very, very. That, but then it comes to my father. My father was a married man with a grown-up family when he had the affair with my mother, mm-hmm. and they ran away together. And his his grown-up children of about 16, 17, the older ones, with their mother, would walk the streets of Nelson looking for him because they knew he was womanising. And apparently a couple of women went to Wellington and dragged him back. In the process, I arrived, and I was born, and the wife had a baby at the same time, but the baby died. And then when I was a year old from hearing things my father died of an illness and so I didn't know anything about anybody for many many years and probably in the last 20 years or perhaps a little bit more I managed with mum's help to find my father's brother who lived in Nelson and found out that 
my grandfather came out from Scotland with 10 children and ended up down basically in Sedenville where Jim came mm-hmm. from and they all were perhaps minors and things like that. So I only knew my real father's brother who was a lovely, lovely, fine gentleman. And so I had never wanted to make contact with siblings because I did not want to upset anybody. Mm. I thought this could upset families and I I was very aware of that. And I said to my, um, would it be my uncle? Wouldn't it, uncle? Yeah. And I said to him, does anyone know about me? And he said, I'm the only one. And he said at the time, I, uh, this is so strange because he said, I was only recently thinking whatever happened to that child. And he says, and then you appear. And I said, have I got siblings? And he said, yes, you have. And so he got me to make contact with a brother that also lived in Nelson. And he accepted me and was actually very nice, but could never tell his children. This would mortify his children, mm-hmm. which I find strange in this day and age, yeah, but yeah. everyone's different. Mm. The strangest thing out of all this, there was about five others, I think, five mm. siblings. Yeah. One or two came to see me, one from Australia, another one came to see me. The one that is so strange is our kids were little when they went to school, and our daughter Carmen went had a little friend called Michelle, and they both went off to uh, school together, and we ended up knowing her parents, which were in Nelson. She was my half-sister and never knew it. <laughs> and when she heard about it, she was absolutely mortified because she had been one of the older ones that had gone looking for her mm. father, so would have nothing to do with me, absolutely nothing. So... Mm. So I never ever ever saw her again. But um, yeah. but all you'd think it to go the other way, wouldn't you? You think she'd be pleased that there was so much. Well, yeah, we're yeah. all different, aren't we? Uh, yeah, aren't yeah. we? I always say we're such a yeah. funny lot. But all of them would be dead now. Yeah, because they were that much older than me. So what about issues of, of stigma, Rona? There, there was nothing like that. Say for you going to school, saying that you weren't living with your actual parents. Oh. There's no issue there, or oh, was I, I, don't, I can't ever recall anything. Oh. Yeah, you know, no, no, I can't ever recall okay. anything like yeah. that. So, yeah. no. and I think kids accept things, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they just treat yeah. it as normal. Yeah, yeah. So, um, mm. Mm. yeah. So that's yeah. So, that, you, do you think that was significant for you, though? That, oh, I think it always has been underneath. Yes, yeah. If I get upset. Or I get, say, rejected, I'll be that little girl. Hmm. I immediately go back to being that little girl. Yeah. Strange yeah. how... how so you really felt it was a rejection by your mother? Yes, because hmm. just because she was marrying a man with three other children, I mean, hmm. what's another yeah, it could child? be a blended family, yeah. And he obviously accepted me. George, so, would, George would have accepted him. He was lovely, wasn't he? He was lovely. He was an old fisherman. Yeah. Made his home brew. Mm. I think he drunk it too. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure about on the Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, was, yeah. It's a rough, yeah. rough time. But no, I, I, I think I, I perhaps feel 
talking about it now, I probably feel a bit sad that my mother's children, because I mean, I I was brought up with them being as my my cousin, and they all knew who I was, because they talked about me as being Betty's child. I I think I feel perhaps that I would have liked to have had contact with them. Hmm. Yeah. Because it's just me, hmm. you know? Hmm. Hmm. And it would have been nice to have had them, but I have to understand they have their own lives. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that's it. Yeah, You just yeah. have to get on and make the best of life. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Well, maybe it made you think more about doing voluntary work. You say, well, what was it that motivated well, both of you, I suppose, into voluntary work? Well, I don't know the 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 big thing. Oh, well, also, you see, we we did a lot for um, AFES because we were yeah. on the committee then and did things with them, and we had other exchange students. Yeah, American Field Service. Yes, so, yeah. yeah. So that was bringing people. So you had exchange students coming in and stay with us. Oh. Yes, we had a, okay. a boy from Jamaica and um, um, and Thailand and um, yeah. Yeah. What was their name? From Thailand. Mm. Mm. We had, oh. I know the one thing that she liked was um, we used to make um, passion fruit ice blocks. Mm-hmm. And that's all yeah. she absolutely loved She, the she would drink the whole right. flavour. That was the one thing I remember oh, about it. I can't remember Pink, what her um, name was. Ping. Uh, yeah, well, they called it Ping, but um, oh, I can't think. I yeah. can't think. But that was interesting in itself, that having exchange students, because they offered this amazing trip to Thailand, living with families for parents who had had, had um, oh, exchange students. Yeah. So we had a family in Bangkok, a, a family in Chiang Mai, and a family in Surin, and the family in Bangkok and I'm going back a long way one of the boys he was just lovely we loved Sorry. him well, when you said you had three so you had three children from those no, different no, or, no, or, no you had them. one from there and so they allowed you to go back no, and what, visit no, or, what, what happened was AFS offered uh, adults and mm-hmm. Trip over there to stay with family to do a cultural exchange. So, okay. So we had this four. this was afterwards or before? Yeah, nineteen ninety was before okay. before Is we before we had before we had had any children from Thailand. Yes, because I was. Oh, getting so to that. you can understand where they're coming from. Yeah. It, well, or just, just to have a just to was, have a cultural exchange. Yeah, it was a coincidence. Oh. It happened to be Thailand. Yeah, could have so, been anywhere. So, so how? So so AFS. Offers adults or is it potential yeah. host families? The they only op- did it the once, I think. So I think they only did it the once. Okay, I think, I think it was a bigger headache than they ah, okay. planned. Mm. Yeah. So they thought because they, and, uh, okay, and, and we we had four weeks over there. We had three different families, and uh, I think it was to it was like a thank you for parent for people who took on a child for a year. Because mm-hmm. these okay, days yeah. you all get paid for doing these exchange students. This is, oh, was okay. totally different. You never got paid for it. You had them for the year. As okay, and you provided all the food and Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. There was no money exchanged at all. So the first family was Bangkok, and we and that was in a, 
amazing family. To this day, we still have contact with Toe, who speaks English, still, he's the son, and never been married, still is always emailing us. We were invited to the kids' weddings, so we attended their kids' weddings. Wow. The Sarin family, we didn't have so much contact with. They got their daughter, who was a criminologist, from another part of Thailand to come to the home while we were there so she could speak English to us, because they couldn't. Mm. The family in Chiang Mai were an amazing young family with two little children. Years later, they contacted us, would we have their daughter, this is when we're in the motel, Mm. for a year to go to Freiburg School. Mm. So we had her, she was a Patria, Patria, we had a Patria and a Patricia. Oh, goodness Mm. me, all these pets. And my sister was Pat too. And we had her for a year while she went to Freiburg School. But that was nothing to do with AFS. That was nothing to do with oh, AFS. Okay. So we did that. It was a private arrangement. Okay. Yep. Hmm. So doing these things makes the world go round. It's quite amazing hmm. because you these contacts that you always yeah. keep having. So what did you think the... Uh, I, I find cross-cultural stuff is... is, is fascinating and I, I find oh, it enriching but were, did you find there were difficulties with it or no it, we were given a little handbook of the do's and don'ts in Thailand and one thing was we were never allowed to sleep together one was upstairs and one was downstairs in case I conceived a child while I was under their roof that was a no-no you never never washed male and female underwear together and you certainly never hung it on the line together mm. Uh, and you never sat with your feet like this. Feet must always be tucked away because they were the lower part of your body. Funny little thing, okay. but I love yeah. those things. I love mm. those yes. things because yeah. that's what makes us different. Yes. But yeah. the three families were incredible. They could mm. not do enough for you. Could not mm. do enough for you. Mm. And when we've gone back to Porn, that was Mum's name, and... Uh, Dad's now dead. Dad loved his whiskey, but what an amazing family. Oh, my God, they were just awesome, awesome. Couldn't mm-hmm. do enough for you. <laughs> and I remember going to the Klong. The Klong's a river going through Bangkok and this, where everyone's bathing and showering and doing everything and the dogs are swimming at it and everything's happening. And she takes us. She was a school teacher. She took us down there for lunch and the guy put the water to cook the food in out of the clong and it was liver well liver to Jim and I is just a oh yuck well I think she could read your Hmm. body language just like that the next thing it was whipped out of our hands come on we're going somewhere else she could just pick it like that you know Hmm. because we, we were very reluctant because yeah. as it is we got I got exceptionally ill over there yeah, yeah. and most of us except you get exceptionally ill everywhere I do, go, I so do. no matter where I we go got something. Yeah. but um, he never did which was surprising but most of us ended up in a Thai hospital with diarrhoea oh gosh oh, yeah. were we all yeah mm, mm. And, and their saying was when I said look I, I, I can't do something because I would have spent all night on the toilet and they say, my Penrai, my Penrai. That was never mind, never mind. 
Just come on, go on, you still got to do it. Yeah, well, yeah, you're over here, make the most of it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always did think, actually, with the, you know, you go to various other countries and you, you get these stomach bugs, and instead of having all this bottled water that's supposed to be very pure, wouldn't it be better to have the bottled water with all the bugs in so you can maintain the immunity? Well, I, I eventually uh, got on to taking your, um, before I went, what are those, those special pills that just... Put all the good and bad what's the names in your stomach before you oh, go. Oh, probiotics. yeah, probiotics. And somebody got me onto that, and then I was fine. Oh, I was fine very because good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, because I I did I I copped it in Brazil. I was bad oh. too, really yeah. bad. Well, as uh, an Indian professor colleague of mine, he said, growing up in India, he could oh. just drink the water, no problem. But if he goes back now, it's, it's a- absolutely, yeah. Yeah. absolutely, yeah. 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 Gosh. Mm. Now, you did mention, we've got a few minutes, you did mention the motels. You were running a motel for a yeah, while. We had a motel opposite the hospital in Palmerston. Uh, one thing I say, the health system may not be the greatest in New Zealand, but I think we did all right out of it. But, um, well, it was only, oh, there was only the two of us along there in those days, wasn't there? In that. So uh, we had it for five years, and... Um, you could write a book on that, couldn't you? You could write a book on that if you wanted to. Especially on the people that but, came. you know, one of the things, as Joy said, in those days you started at 6 in the morning and you went till 10, 11 o'clock at night. So it was just the two of you running the motel? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, we, oh, no, oh, we oh, you had to start. Oh, there were two, two motels. No, 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 no. No, no, we only had the one motel. Yeah. Um, no, we had cleaners come in during the day hmm. and that. But... Um, um, because you, you know, it's not like the motels today, where they cl- close at seven or eight o'clock at night, or open mm. at nine o'clock in the morning, and mm. uh, you handed your key and then off you go. Yeah, off yeah. You go. yeah, yeah. In those days, you had to. You live, looked after them. You know, you yeah, could have yeah. somebody, and we we were fairly fortunate. We had uh, we got involved with some trucking companies, and mm-hmm. they'd come and stay, but they'd come in at all hours of the night. So they'd ring in and say, oh, I'll be in at such and such. So we used to leave the key um, through the cat door door and they'd put their hand Mm. through and get the key of whatever room and then when they woke up, they'd want a cooked meal or something like that. But, um, yeah, it was... We did massive breakfasts. Yeah. Which... Mm. We used to have a lot of really be busy. track people and that. But uh, we, we got involved with... tied up with Manfield, so we used to get a lot of the car racing people and that. Oh. Tell them the story of putting the hand through the cat door, though. Oh, yeah, we had a, a married gentleman, um, truck driver, and it was him that got started with the other truckies. He was and lovely. He was a big mm. guy. God, he was a big guy. And anyway, you used to always say to them when they got up in the morning or whenever they woke up, you have a good night. What time do you get in? Oh, I says, that's the time to have a good night and sleep. Yeah, all right, okay, that's fine. So I said to him, I can't think of his name. Came in in the morning, I said something to him, and he says, didn't you hear me come in the night? Because sometimes you might leave two or three keys there mm-hmm. for the different truckies. And I said, no, don't hear you come in. He says, well, I put my hand through the door and the cat was sitting on the keys. <laughs> and I said, have you ever seen a bloody white Mary? Because he said, I went straight up in here. <laughs> 
I said, she, he was just looking after the kids. <laughs> he said, I went right up in the air. He said, put your hand. And the no, yeah, no, there was an outside light there, but it would have been semi-dark, you know, mm. and he put yep. his hand through the cat door. He'd probably done it a dozen times before him, mm. but he kept sitting on top of the kids. We had, I mean, yeah, the, 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 we laughed. had some amazing, you know, especially the Irishman that came and, So, you so know, where would they park their trucks? <laughs> No, they used to. Uh, sometimes they'd bring the cab, but oh. usually what they would do would be they'd drive down so far, then another trucky would, another driver would take it on to Wellington, oh, okay. and then they'd come back again. We had one driver, um, and you know they were supposed to be off the road for so many hours, but yeah. we knew damn well he'd book in. Mm. He'd go into his room the next morning. You knew damn well he never slept there. Yeah, yeah. You know they yeah. just. He had the paperwork. He booked in. He stayed the night. Yeah, yeah. officially, that's, no, he's, can, he's, yeah. he's there, isn't he? But uh, yeah. he used to bring his wife quite often too. Didn't we he? had a lot of cancer people yeah. and a lot from the mental health unit. Yeah. So you actually spent a lot of time with them, actually, mm. because they wanted to talk, either talk to you, or on many occasion, I can remember one little lass from the mental health unit. She would just really cry so you would hug her which you're not allowed to do these days yeah. I mean yeah. I, I I can't get that because I would just hug them and yeah. s- say come on and I remember we had an alarm for for if we were out in the house part and say Jim was sitting in the front and this particular time I could hear this guy was threatening you oh that's right I forgot about that. and I thought oh my goodness what's happening there and then I, I must have picked the vibes and thought something's happening. Mm. So I opened the door because I could mm. hear what was going on. No, you came around from behind him. Yeah, from behind him. And I said, come here to me. And he just burst into my arms and cried and cried and cried. And it was either Christmas or something to do with Christmas. And he was as drunk as a lord, wasn't he? Yeah, young but he mm. slobbered all over me. Mm. And anyway, then I called him, called him down. I says, no, come on, just pull yourself together and go. Hours later, he came back and thanked us. Yeah. So he, they weren't said, people staying in the motel. No, they were was. just coming in? Or yeah, he, he did. Was. He did. Um, he did. Had, yeah, that's a, a one-off. We, that we, was a one-off. We had a, a kiddies... What do you call it? Where you have a baby thing where you can hear them talking in their oh, room. A baby monitor. Yeah, yeah that's because what we, that, yeah. that was something. Uh, people would come into the office and we could hear them talking, which was great, quite good. Mm. You know, it wasn't an alarm that set off on a buzzer, and mm. uh, so it was often amusing to hear what they were saying about oh, the motel but, or something like that. But it was also a warning from what just listening to what's yeah. going yeah. on. You know, but, uh, yeah. It was. It was a different. Mm. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, it was a different life. But um, I, I but would never do it again. Yeah, it stopped you doing the voluntary work. It stopped us completely so. doing the voluntary work. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Manawatu Conversations. This and other recent programs can also be found on the Manawatu People's Radio website, and a range of programs is also available on the Manawatu Heritage website of the Palmerston North City Archive. The address for that is manuatuheritage.pncc.govt.nz Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.